Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. <laughs> it's your girl Monroe, and you're listening to <laughs> Pop Culture. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> well, well, well. It certainly has been a very long time, my lovely hummingbirds. I have been gone. As well, if you saw <laughs> the grain of salt video up on youtube or catch my shit on tiktok you know i have been out of the country (laughs) and i wrongfully so thought that i would still be able to post my content consistently but you know universe and shit uh regardless today we have a lot to cover from everyone being disappointed at benito for dating kendall jenner to the Haley Justin Selena, sorry, uh, the Selena Justin Haley <laughs> drama going on in the internet, and as well as a bunch of other stuff around releases and shit like that. So, you know, buckle up, get your snacks, and we will get started with the latest. But before we begin, I do want to take a moment of silence for the following individuals. Richard Belzer, Jansen Panettiere, and Tom Sizemore. Please join me in this moment of silence. Thank you all for joining me in that moment of silence. Now, I know you're all itching (laughs) for the juicy take that I have on the Selena Justin Haley drama that spiraled out of control on TikTok. Uh, But before we get into that, first up, some local Chicago news. (laughs) On February 20th, there was a change to the CTA and PACE bus pass system thing so i don't know if you guys remember how before it was like you had to if you were gonna get a weekly or a 30 day then it was one for cta and one for pace now that is completely changed everything from the daily passes to the monthly passes all are for both um lines of transportation which i think is super fucking cool yay that they finally made that change because, I don't know, it was fucking weird. Um, I think another change that they are also in discussion over is that they are trying to expand uh, CTA lines to go further out in order to, like, make connections to the outer line suburbs uh, in order to have more access to city. Update pending on that one. Happy birthday, Chicago! <laughs> Uh, Chicago turned 186 years young on Saturday. <laughs> the city was essentially established in 1837. And for some more local Chicago news. <laughs> yes, I just hear a dactyl screeched. Oh my god, you guys, I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> Okay, so Chris Evans and Thanos Huerta have been confirmed. They have been confirmed to be appearing at C2E2 the end of this month. So C2E2 is taking place March 31st through April 2nd at Donald Stevens Convention Center. I am so fucking stoked. I, 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 
what are words? <laughs> also coming to Chicago, <laughs> Creation Entertainment. Now, if you are a Supernatural fan, you already know that Creation Entertainment, the road so far, the road ahead, is coming to Chicago June 2nd through the 4th. I am personally excited. They have released that Jerry Jensen and Misha will all be in attendance. Uh, I don't have creation entertainment money. (laughs) The passes are a bit on the pricier side, if I'm completely honest. God willing, something, you know what? It's full moon today. It's the 7th. Saturn return in Pisces. I'm kicking off my Saturn return. (laughs) And we're just... We're just going to hope for the best here because (laughs) what else can we do? But uh, yeah, I don't know about y'all. I'm definitely manifesting. (laughs) Some way, shape, or form, I will be able to go to both of these conventions and meet all of these gorgeous, wonderful, incredible men and somehow, somehow, some way, get them to be on pop culture. Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Anyway, also congratulations to Creed 3 and Ant-Man for just killing it at the box office. Uh, I think Creed 3 broke record at $48.7 million on opening night, and then Ant-Man has made 104 from the last time I checked, $104 million overall, so... Fucking huge congratulations to everyone involved in making these films. That is amazing news. In other Marvel news. So, <laughs> I don't know if you guys had seen uh, that Dupender would not be returning to the Deadpool universe. And, you know, we were all so sad. And we we're like, you know, hopefully. Because it means he got a girlfriend, right? Uh, so, <laughs> that is not the case. What is occurring, though, Caranzoni, who plays Dupinder, is actually casted into uh, Across the (laughs) Spider-Verse as Spider-Man India. Congratulations to him. That is super fucking awesome. I can't wait to see the movie. I know. I Y'all know my personal vendetta with Spider-Man and everything, but I'm still going to watch the movie. Now, with movie releases and all this good shit, right, one of the films currently facing a lot of backlash, or was at least in the previous weeks, including people supporting the film like Jason Momoa, was The Flash. Now, I don't know if you guys know, Ezra Miller and all the fucking chaos that has ensued from, like, the kidnapping to the violence to the assaults to the intoxication and everything... Uh, people were kind of mixed in the comments as far as Jason Momoa's post. They were like, you know, he knows him. He knows he can do better. He hopes he can do better and all this stuff. Other people are saying they're completely going to boycott the movie. I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about it because, like, prior to all of this chaos that happened with Ezra, You know, I was a really big supporter of them, and I loved everything that they were in. It was awesome. I loved the vibe. But then 
everything that did happen happened and now i'm here like i i don't know i don't know if i'm actually even going to see that movie let me know what you guys think should i watch it just so you guys can get a review let me know let me know what you think in the comments here something that i didn't know was being released and like <laughs> granted where have i been uh the penguin so the batman film yes robert pattinson's batman that just came out they're doing a spinoff for hbo max and it's going to be a series all revolving around the penguin the death of falcone all of that uh some shots were released of like behind the scenes it looks pretty fucking good colin farrell looks amazing in as the penguin uh i'm kind of stoked i am also kind of confused <laughs> because everything is up in arms in the dceu everything's a little weird right now and there's this really big uncertainty of how Batman and all those timelines are going to move forward. As far as the Flash goes, like, they are bringing Michael Keaton, I think, as Batman. It, it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot going on. <laughs> a lot going on and not much getting done. Don't know how I feel about it. Hmm. In more movie news, or, well, releases... <laughs> I should say. So Blake Lively has been confirmed to be the main protagonist of the film adaptation of the book by Colleen Hoover, It Ends With Us. Now, the book itself is like main character. She's 23 in a love triangle. Really, it's a toxic, abusive situation. The book itself has faced like backlash because of like the glorification of abuse and like in traumatic relationships even though the author has stated that it is based around the life of her mom and all this stuff but internet was a little mixed they were saying you know how is it that she's 12 years older going to play a 20 something year old others were saying they should have saved her for a different book others are saying that you know this is just gonna bring more attention to a problematic series Honestly, I have yet to read the book. It's been in my <laughs> it's been in my cart forever and day. This might push me to read it. Uh, but I don't know if you guys have read it. I pre <laughs> we we know that I love book to film adaptations because it just brings my imagination to life. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know about this one. I think that as far as like the whole age thing goes, they could have probably found somebody closer in like their 20s and stuff. But also, I mean, in the 90s, it was really common that everybody was at least like 10 years older. Like realistically, when, when it comes to like age and shows and films, no one really portrays their age. We see it in Bridgerton currently, like the ages that the actors are versus what their characters are, are really different for a few. So I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see how this is going to go. They're, they've only announced two people out of the whole cast. So we shall see, depending on how much buzz it gets and all that. Hopefully it follows through. Now, another film currently facing backlash is the live-action adaptation of Peter Pan. So, 
I know you guys remember all the chaos that was happening over <laughs> the Little Mermaid when Haley Bailey was announced that she is going to be the Little Mermaid and everyone was like, oh my god, you can't make Little Mermaid black, blah, blah, blah. She has red hair. Black people can't have red hair and all this chaos, which obviously not true because uh, <laughs> mermaids, fictitious creatures, and black people do have red hair and are like gingers as well. Like it did, mm, 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 makes no sense, right? Those, those allegations and all this shit and people have forever and a day been saying that Disney has been overcome and overpowered by this woke generation and the need to be woke and do all this stuff and correct for the shit that they had done in the past and like racism and stereotyping and all the shit right <laughs> everything that uh pops up in the announcement when you go watch an old school disney movie when you go to stream it on disney plus so for peter pan live action the reason that people are in an uproar to say the least uh tinkerbell is black lost boys are lost girls and peter pan is British, uh, but he is the son of this comedian, and I think, I don't know, he has, like, Hindi ancestry or, like, yeah, but point here is <laughs> people are losing their shit because they're saying that they could have just left Tinkerbell alone, you know, staple is her being white and blonde, blue eyes and all this thing, and when I tell y'all, people are tripping. And they're like, but we can't say anything because then we're racist. And da da da. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, I get the wanting, right? Like, we want to some degree see all of these live actions the way we've always pictured them and all that shit. I just, I don't know. I don't think that was gonna happen <laughs> like not trying to be funny i mean we saw as much chaos that happened when the noche huerta was it, the whole change that they did to namor and all of like that <laughs> like in the comics no son maya you know so it's like i feel i'm still gonna watch it <laughs> I'm still going to watch it. It's called Peter Pan and Wendy. It is 20 years after the last Peter Pan film. I think. Uh, yeah, because the last one was in 03, if I'm not mistaken. So, I don't know. It looks like a good movie, nonetheless. I get why, like, people might kind of feel like their childhood was robbed from them. But... I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, do you think it really affects that Tinkerbell isn't the way that we all kind of grew up knowing Tinkerbell to be? Do y'all not really give a fuck and are still going to watch the movie? What are your thoughts, my lovely hummingbirds? Now, <laughs> speaking of releases, uh, so let's get into Harry Potter real quick. Over the course of the past few years, J.K. Rowling, who 
has made a lot of a lot of fucked up statements when it comes to the trans community. Now, Ivana Lynch recently did come out and like defend her and basically said like, not def. It was it was like uh, the whole the woman is uh, traumatized and she has her opinions and her hurts and you know she goes through her own thing and let's all be kind. She she's Ivana Lynch is coming from a very. By the way, she portrays Linda Lovegood. She is coming from a very, like, warm, heart-welcoming place, right? Uh, so, Ms. Rowling <laughs> has said a lot of fucked up shit. And then Harry Potter itself has been scrutinized for the depiction of a lot of the characters, for the way that she wrote a lot of the characters and things of that sort. Now, what has been happening on TikTok, I love to fucking see it. <laughs> I think that collectively the HP universe of fans has basically just been like, yeah, yeah, no, thank you for the story, but we don't give a fuck about you. It's our own at this point. And with the Hogwarts Legacy game coming out, there was a lot of commotion, a lot of people saying, you know, if you are supporting the game, if you're purchasing the game, you're playing the game, you're essentially feeding her money and therefore supporting her anti-Jewish, anti-trans standpoint. And, I mean, I've seen so much happening about it i personally don't have the game i don't have a game system it'd be nice but <laughs> i don't have a game system uh essentially what has happened and this kind of even happened during the hbo fucking harry potter reunion that they had last year year before last uh where even you know, JKR, her presence was not included in it. She, I think the only things that they included were like previous interviews that she had done about the series itself, but she wasn't in it like the rest of the people were, the rest of the actors and everyone that was part of the, of making the Harry Potter series come to life on screen. Now, I came onto TikTok after like being gone and i was like what the fuck is happening first off gryffindor was not invited to the party and like seeing the way that gryffindor was responding about not being invited to the party i don't blame anybody (laughs) i don't blame them for being like hell no but oh my god I i was like okay like sort me into a different house (laughs) this ain't it uh but the other thing that has been happening so it has been occurring for a really long time actually the whole headcanon thing where if you guys don't know what headcanon is it is essentially it takes pieces from the original storyline and then fans go and make their own story then turning it into like essentially that head canon and like think like wattpad and things like that 
On TikTok, there have been on TikTok, there have been many series that come up from headcanon that has been going on for years. And people have basically said like, mm, it's the Harry Potter universe and it belongs to us. Essentially, we are the ones that are continuing to build it up and create it for its own separate thing away from JKR. <laughs> and one of the things that is happening, and I am here for it, <laughs> is Black TikTok turning Hogwarts into an HBCU. I'm here for it. I love that shit. They... <laughs> Y'all need to go watch these TikToks. This shit is so fucking good. I just, I don't know. I love that the fandom is taking something that the creator has essentially made, you know, her own problematic shit and separated it and been like, you know what? Fuck her. We're still going to have fun. We're going to embrace this in our own fucking way. This is going to be great. Uh, I love it. I'm here for it. I support it. Y'all keep doing the damn thing. <laughs> uh, because I love Harry Potter, but I do not agree with J.K. Rowling or her viewpoints on anything of the bullshit that she has been fucking spewing. And the memes have been merciless. And I can't remember who the fuck said it, but they were like, <laughs> when she was on welfare, she didn't have these opinions. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Y'all went there. In other news, and more congratulations just being thrown everywhere. Well, sort of. The, this one's a little... Mm, we'll get into that one later. So, Mark Anthony and Nadia Ferreira that married at the end of February. Congratulations on their new baby. They announced it like two weeks after. Um, Natalie Dormer and David Oaks. Congratulations on their nuptials. Lily Pons and Wyna are going to be married. I think she just recently did like all her bachelorette shit. Becky G and Sebastian Letget. So they are going to have, they've been together for like seven years first off. And I was like, what the fuck? That's awesome. Has it really been that long? <laughs> but Becky did state that she's, you know, going to enjoy longer engagement because she's still like processing everything and they're both focused on their careers and you know what we love supportive spouses to be i love that for them so ever levine broke up with Maud's son last i left Maud's son he was with fucking bella thorne so i'm very confused at when that even ended um but ever levine left Maud's son and was packing on the pda with tyga at paris fashion week I don't know what's going to come of that, but <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And as I had mentioned, uh, this was like last month when Benito and Kendall were seen at a restaurant and they were getting cozy and all this shit. And everyone was like, damn it, Benito, te gustan tus gringas, wey. Like, what the hell? And of course, Kendall faced a hella backlash for it. People were like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> myself included i was like benito why just why but 
that is not the only drama Kendall Jenner has recently found herself in. Yep, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> Selena, Justin, Haley, a drama of the decades. L- literally, like, a fucking decade, if not more. I mean, they were dating when they were kids. As far as Selena and Justin go, and Justin and Haley. So, where do I begin with this? What really, I guess what sparked it was Selena Gomez was on vacay. Pictures went up of her on vacay. People were talking mad shit, body shaming her. Now, that is not okay on any level. But Selena Gomez does have lupus, so she is currently on a medication. It causes fluctuations to her body weight. I was, like, watching all this, and I was like, bitch, I feel you. (laughs) I feel you. I don't have lupus. I have endo, though, and some unknown fucking immune bullshit. So it's like, uh, I I get the inability to really control your weight fluctuations. It's great. But... As this is happening, Haley Bieber, nay, Baldwin, <laughs> um, went ahead and posted a TikTok of her, Kendall, and their other friend, and I can't remember her fucking name, I think it's Justine, uh, of them cheersing at a bar, and they used the TikTok sound. I'm not saying she deserved it, but God's timing is always right. And people were saying, like, that shit is so old. The sound is like a year old, six months old, blah, blah, blah. The timing, why did she do that? All this stuff went for her fucking throat. She quickly deleted the video, apologized, said that it wasn't that. Then Selena had posted something of, like, over-laminating her eyebrows. And, like, it was just a quirky, fun video. Then fucking... Kylie goes on Instagram, shared a thing, and she was like, this was an accident, question mark, question mark, then shares a video of her FaceTiming Haley, and all you see is their eyebrows, and people were like, that is them being mean girl behavior, then Kylie was like, y'all are tripping, this is no shade, Selena's like, I'm a Kylie fan, no, right, and then... (laughs) A video surfaced of Haley Baldwin making a gagging face when she was on this show and they mentioned Taylor Swift and Selena commented and she was like, you know, defending her bestie. And she's like, uh, yeah, my best friend is one of the strongest in the game. Whole thing, right? While all of this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Justin cancels his justice tour and people in the comments of a lot of these fucking articles were like I'm not saying he deserved it but God's timing is always right and I'm just like y'all petty um, <laughs> canceled his tour now Justin and Haley both did phase phase <laughs> it's just a phase uh sorry Justin and Haley both faced health issues last year Uh, very severe ones that caused him already to cancel a bunch of shows this time he has gone ahead and canceled the entire tour with this drama happening around his birthday too so like his birthday was just this past weekend i think and (laughs) 
Haley posted a picture of him and, like, said all this cute shit. And then he posted a, you know, photo dump of pictures. And people are like, you know, she's only in, like, one picture. He's smiling with everybody else but her. The party favors were leaked by this one producer that had worked with him before. And it literally said on a fucking lighter, I'm so thankful that I didn't end up with what I thought I wanted. That was the quote on the party favor. People are saying, well, if you guys wanted Justin's take, there it is. It's a fucking dig, blah, 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 blah. I can't say it's not, though. (laughs) Like, I really can't. Because the timing of that, right? And, like, they can argue and say, oh, the preparations were done months in advance and all this stuff. And But this has been already going on for a really long time. And people are saying, like, hmm. Okay, so my opinion. (laughs) When I tell you people have been doing their fucking research, right? Because people scrolled through all of his posts and found that he still has pictures up of Selena. Does she of him? I don't know. I didn't go scrolling through her Instagram, but he definitely does. And then a video of a live that he did with Haley and they were talking to Kendall came up. And they're like, oh my god, like back in 2015, and look at these pictures. And then Justin asks Kendall if she saw it coming of him and Haley being together. And Kendall straight up said, no, I didn't. And you just see Haley's mask drop and just like stares. And she's like, but you know, I hoped it for you guys and blah, blah. And when she pulled up the picture of Justin, Kendall had completely blacked out the under part of whatever the fuck she wrote under the picture people in the video you know they clipped it and they were showing all the pictures of him and kendall together and how they were real real close so it's it's a whole thing (laughs) tiktok has gone ahead and like compared it to high school musical (laughs) sharpay and gabriella (laughs) over fucking uh zach efron's character And now it's the same thing because Haley's dad basically set it up when they were like 13. Justin has even joked about it being an arranged marriage. It's a whole thing. It's fucking messy. And if people have even fucking compared like... And this this is where it tweaked me out, right? Because like I already knew about the fucking tweets and how like Haley used to be a a Jaylena supporter and all that, right? But the part that like fucked me up was when they clipped how every time, right, and it'll be like a, a couple weeks out or like a couple months out of difference. But whenever Selena posts something or does something, Haley's is exactly cut and paste. And people are like, yo, her PR team, <laughs> either somebody needs to get fucking fired or they are a Selena fan. Because why is her shit so similar? And people are like, you know, she's trying to be her. They can't get over the fact that, like, Justin is so in love with her or was so in love with her or whatever it is. Even citing his song Ghost. And uh, they've been, like, clipping this one song specifically by Eva Grace. You'll always be a fan behind the edits. And it's a good edit. Now, do I condone everyone doing all the bashing that they're doing 
to Kendall, Kylie, and Haley, and Justin. No! Am I team Selena? Yes! <laughs> I really am. I'm here for it. She is a queen. And, you know, she is... I think she's taking another hiatus. She did say, she's like, all of this is fucking silly. Like, I am 30. Like, there's no reason for any of this shit to even be such a big fucking thing the way that it is. You know, people are saying, like, uh, well, Haley and Justin have said on many occasions, it's everyone else that can't get over it, and they won't just fucking leave us alone. But the timing and the bullshit and the shade and everyone's like, it's giving real mean girl behavior. So I don't... I don't know. I can only bring to you guys the facts of what I have seen. But yeah, I'm Team Selena. And like Nikki said, gotta keep an eye out for Selena. <laughs> because Selena did say. <laughs> what her talkie talkie wants, her talkie talkie gets. Okay, I'm done being absolutely obnoxious with this. I hope some peace and healing and love and I hope that you know Selena just has an amazing time she has gained millions of followers as Kendall Kylie and Haley have collectively lost millions of followers uh in other completely unrelated and random news so y'all remember when Lady Gaga's dogs got stolen so one of the women that partook in the kidnapping of her dogs, is suing Gaga for 500000 which was the amount of the reward money because she says that she breached contract by saying no questions asked and then asked questions and then she got in trouble for stealing these dogs. I mean, you know, you don't know if you don't try. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break right here and then we're going to get into... Why the title for this episode is Words Are Like Wind. So, uh, yeah, let's take a quick break, refresh yourselves, and we shall be right back. And we're back. <laughs> All right, so words are like wind. So if we have learned anything from the Selena Justin Haley drama is that things can quickly get blown out of proportion the minute you say them. However, this episode is not simply about the things we say, but it is mainly about the things we don't say. The overall theme is the simplicity of words and the power they hold. Now, a bigger explanation, longer explanation is up on YouTube with this week's makeup and motivation video. How many times, my lovely hummingbirds, have you found yourself in a situation where you are unable to do anything or speak up for yourself? How many times did you think you would be able to? Were you placed in these situations? There is this thing in psychology and trauma healing and all that where it is the response that we have to fear and it is the four F's. It is fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. When you fight, obviously, if you're in a dangerous situation or whatever your body responds to as danger in that moment, you fight back, you say something, you do something, you defend yourself. Or you fly. <laughs> Not really fly, but you run away, you leave the situation. 
Freeze is you kind of just clock out and when you fawn, and this I very recently uh, realized is also a reaction that I have and I did not like it. Fawning is essentially the act of doing whatever is being asked of whomever in that moment to essentially end the situation, defuse it, make it stop, and then any of the others can take over, typically leaving the situation. I don't know if you guys have heard the saying, and there's so many variations to it, but essentially uh, your silence is deafening, or there's nothing louder than this silence, or silence speaks louder than a thousand words, things like that. Being complicit through silence is essentially the act of doing nothing over speaking up and in turn causing damage by the words that are unspoken versus defending yourself by the things you say. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything is not like a drastic life or death situation, but our brain only knows that like, hey, something's off in this moment. We feel fear of some kind. We feel uneasiness, uncomfortable, uh, uncertainty, whatever it may be. And for this week, especially because of the full moon in Virgo and Saturn return in Pisces, everybody out there joining me in the Saturn return is okay, babies. We're going to get shit done. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Okay. We are going to have a good Saturn return. It is going to be prosperous. It's going to be abundant. It's going to be all the good shit. So (laughs) life-changing. Yes, but amazing nonetheless. It is super important during this time to take a pause and reassess where not only other people haven't spoken up for you and like defended you and gone to bat for you, things like that. This is not just about external betrayal, but it is about the betrayal that we cause ourselves when we can't trust our own voice inside us. That little tiny baby voice that is screaming at the top of its lungs on the inside saying, oh my God, please help me. Oh my God, this is wrong. Hey, the vibes are off. Hey, this. Hey, that. And you're like, no, but then you rationalize it because of whatever your relationship is with this person and you give them the benefit of the doubt. We're not doing that shit anymore in 2023. And I don't mean not being courteous to people, and I don't mean not, you know, just being a decent fucking human. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking care of yourselves and putting you first. Because, my lovely hummingbirds, as crazy as this is going to sound, you can't expect you from other people. You cannot expect you from other people. And if you vocalize... To someone that hey this makes me uncomfortable hey we shouldn't do this hey no this goes past the boundary because of a previous trauma hey 
you know, you do it in other instances besides the, the point of like where your fear receptors kick in and you got to fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And it's not listened to and you feel something off. How are you going to help yourself to vocalize it? Because in the journey of self-love and healing and growth and all that is life. To some degree, you got to help you out too. How are you going to essentially train the little voice inside of you to trust it more? How are you going to train you to trust it more? Because there is all these different phases when it comes to healing. And some of those are the inner child, the inner teenager, the angry teenager, the young adult. How do you tell them that it's going to be okay and you got this? How do you make it so that that little voice gets louder? During this time of just a huge cosmic shift, because like Saturn only, it lasts like two and a half years in every sign and it doesn't return to the sign for like approximately 29 years. So everyone that has their Saturn in Pisces is going through their first return. Were you born in like 94? I'm guesstimating. Um... (laughs) So, 94 forward is what I mean. Um, But (laughs) there's really big shifts happening. And in order to progress and move forward, you have to make sure that you trust you. that you build up that little voice inside of you that has something to say. Now, how can we make it stronger? I am personally still also working on that. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm learning and growing every day, but some things that I find that help is journaling. So this week, my lovely hummingbirds, your homework for the week <laughs> is to journal. List out 10 things that calm the inner voice. List 10 things that trigger it and why. List 10 things that make it uncomfortable and why. List 10 things that make that little itty baby you happy. And also write some self-limiting beliefs that inhibit you from living as your most authentic self and how you can start breaking those down. It's going to be okay. And I love you. And if you were ever placed in a situation where one, you didn't react like you thought you would and also you were unable to speak up and say something because 
of whatever fear or distrust that you had within yourself or of your circumstances. I want you to know that it's okay. Like, it's not okay, but it's also not your fault. Even if it feels like it. Even if you sat there and you were like, oh my god, I should have said something. The fact that you are able to sit there now and acknowledge it. You will be able to next time. And it might not be in kicking and screaming and fighting, but it will be louder. And remember, you got this. Because you have made it this far, thus far. And to all my lovely hummingbirds out there struggling right now, I just want to let you know that I love you. And you matter, and your life matters, and you are so important. And while it might not be easy to always speak up, speaking up and vouching for yourself, and voicing out loud the discomforts and the uncertainties is very important. Because it can literally save you and others from a very difficult situation. That is it from me today. As always, my lovely hummingbirds, follow me on all my handles at Elemon Rovasquez, address at Twifey. And here on Pop Culture. Yeah, Elaloon is gone. Technically. Um, I just, I can't do it anymore. I don't have the mental space. While it was a lot of fun for the past three years that I was doing it almost, I just, I don't know. I can't do it anymore. But thank you to everyone that did support it when it was up and running and you know, popping off and everything that was going on on that page. But yeah, Ella Loon is going on an indefinite hiatus. And regardless, you can still catch my awesome cosplays on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I hope you guys liked the episode. Uh, go ahead, like, share, subscribe, follow all of it, comment in like the little comment stuff. Go watch the rest of the series that are up. And yeah, that's it for me today. I will catch y'all tomorrow on a grain of salt. For all my tarot spiritual witchy people or people that are just curious about what the fuck tarot even is, uh, yeah, you should go check that out tomorrow. Uh, and I will be back here on Pop Culture with Raidit's episode of Wednesday. <laughs> because, you know, we're just out here we're doing it it's not on wednesday but you know and thursday's just as good <laughs> okay my lovely hummingbirds as always les mando mucha paz muchos besos y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna sending you much peace many kisses and reminding you to always look up at the moon don't forget to put out your moon water my spiritual babies i love y'all and yeah have a good fucking night and happy Saturn return. Okay, I love you. Have a good one. Bye.